going to start out talking a little bit about a protest that I was at last weekend in Roswell, New Mexico. The Democrats were having their convention out there, and our beloved MLG was there. So a lot of us showed up to um, show our feelings towards MLG, exactly how we feel about her policies and what she has been doing to this state. So my friend Jesse James is quite the comedian. He was there with us, and he was protesting, and he had a megaphone. And he was using it to heckle and make fun of the convention goers. And actually, he was actually making everybody laugh, including the Democrats that were at the convention, because it was just really, really funny. So some of them actually came over to talk to us. I was talking to one of the ladies that approached us, and we made the comment that all we want is freedom to choose. We discovered from the conversation that the meaning of choice is very different for we patriots and the left-wingers. This woman we were speaking to stated that she also believed in the freedom of choice. We asked her how it is that people were being told that if you don't take the jab, they would be fired from their job. She stated that is a choice. You can choose to take the jab or you can keep your job. <laughs> well, in this person's mind, I would assume that she sees having a job as an optional thing rather than a necessity of life. I didn't think of asking the question at the time, but I wonder if this same person also believes that receiving guaranteed basic income or free education or free medical care is a right. In a well-known quote from the Declaration of Independence, it states, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men derived from their just powers from the consent of the governed. This means that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness are God-given rights. Life, to me, means that you have the right not to be murdered. Liberty, according to a dictionary I looked in, is defined as the condition of being free from confinement, servitude, or forced labor, the condition of being free from oppressive restriction or control by a government or other power, a right to engage in certain actions without control or interference by a government or other power. Lastly, we have the pursuit of happiness. This means you have the right to pursue happiness. You are not guaranteed happiness, but you are guaranteed the right to pursue it. Don't you think not being allowed to have a job because you don't want to be part of a medical experiment would throw a wrench in your pursuit of happiness? Even if someone doesn't have any respect in our founding documents, the Supreme Court has held that adults have the right to personal autonomy in matters relating to their own medical care. Adults, as long as they are competent to understand their decision, have the right to refuse medical treatment, even life-saving medical treatment. Why is this Supreme Court decision being ignored? Another woman we talked to stated that the governor was doing a great job and that she would be voted, voting to re-elect her. I didn't get to ask her what exactly her definition of doing a great job is. 
I wonder if doing a great job would include putting 40% of New Mexico's small businesses out of business, or increasing the suicide rate among children, or promoting racism in our school, children's schools, or forcing children to mask up in schools with absolutely no science to back it up, or putting a wall up around the roundhouse to keep we the people out, or is it maybe how MLG used campaign funds to pay off a sexual assault lawsuit? I wonder if there is any level of corruption that would make this person decide not to vote to reelect this tyrant. Let's take a look at the bumbling, mumbling idiot that the Democrats selected to be the leader of the free world. In his recent State of the Union address, Joe couldn't even read a teleprompter and make it sound like he knew what he was talking about. I'm sure they think this fool, in which even before he became senile, wasn't even smart enough then either, is also doing a great job too. Let's look at some of his accomplishments. Gas prices have doubled since he took, an, he took office and they are still increasing. We have empty store shelves. One of my favorite things, bacon, is up to seven bucks a pack. Russia is invading the Ukraine. Inflation is at 7.5%. We were energy independent when he took office. Now we are begging communist countries to sell us oil. The other day I went to Arby's and was told that they were out of roast beef. Another time I went to Church's Chicken. They were out of chicken. And I was told by McDonald's the other day they were out of small cups. <laughs> had you heard of any of this happening before we had Joe Biden as president? This is the best the Democrats had to offer in the last election? Really? Remember how the Democrats wanted to oust President Trump by using the 25th Amendment? How much pain will it take before Democrats decide they want to invoke the 25th Amendment on Joe? We are seeing these days that our government is also corrupt. We the people are the only ones that can fix this. As a matter of fact, it is our duty to fix this. I want to conclude with a famous quote. For evil men to accomplish their purpose, it is only necessary that good men should do nothing. Now, these days with what's going on, especially what's going on in Ukraine, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been watching the news. I, I watch, as, as painful it is, I watch mainstream news. I read a lot of posts on the internet. I read articles from foreign newspapers. I try to get a really well-rounded idea of what's going on because I know that we have discovered over the past couple of years that our media has been lying to us about just about everything. And they're lying to us about this war in Ukraine too. All they're, all they're doing, and they've been building this narrative against Putin for years now. Putin is the boogeyman, he's the bad guy. But is he really the only bad guy? I, I actually have a couple of friends. One of them actually was on the show with me last week, Jesse James that are from that area of the world. I have another friend which has relatives currently living in that part of the world, both in Russia and Ukraine. And I can tell you from what they've been telling me that neither Putin or Zelensky are good guys. 
that the governments in both of those countries is corrupt. And what's really, really sad is that what's happening here is we've got these two corrupt governments pitting their people against each other. And I would say that most likely, and, and I know for a fact, I mean, all the people I've met that are from that part of the world, Russians, whatever, uh, I like them very much. They're very nice people. So we have Russian soldiers that are conscripted, that are being forced to fight, being forced to kill their neighbors in Ukraine. And then you have the people in Ukraine that are living under a corrupt government themselves that to protect their homes, they've taken up arms to shoot back at their Russian neighbors. So it's a really, really sad situation when you think about it this way that you've got people that are probably good people on both sides that are being forced to kill each other. So is the United States government the good guys? No, I don't think so. Because we're finding out some really interesting things here lately the past few days. I've been watching a lot of that too. Not too long ago, Jen Psaki was asked in a press conference if the United States was funding bioweapons labs in Ukraine, and she denied that. Well, since that time that she made that statement, which turns out was a total lie, it has been confirmed that, in fact, the United States was funding bioweapons labs all over Ukraine. And I watched a, another video that I saw on social media now, this one I can't, I can't verify if the guy that's speaking is really the Minister of Defense of Russia. It looks legitimate. One thing I can tell you, any of you that is, have watched that video, I can tell you that the translation on that video of the words of what he's saying are correct. Because I, I had my Russian friend listen to that video, and she said, yes, those, that translation is exactly correct in which he is pointing out the locations of all of those bioweapons labs all over Ukraine. Now, we've heard statements from Putin saying that he's doing this to stamp out Nazism in Ukraine. Now, I've seen on social media, I've seen pictures of swastikas around different places in Ukraine. Apparently, that really is a thing in Ukraine. There are some people over there that really are into the whole Nazi movement. I don't know how, I don't know how widespread it is. And then we're also seeing Russian tanks with, with hammer and sickle flags on them, like from the old Soviet Union. So I would say that among the populations, we've probably got some radicals just like any place else, just like we have radicals in this country. So the point I want to make here is that don't get so sucked into the mainstream news that you completely buy the narrative that they're feeding you. The truth is something else. 